Zeef, Gungan Detective. Captain Worm of Ithor. Zavix, Jedi Master, Philanthropist, Playboy. Narset Jin, Jedi Sorceress. And I'm GM Lurch, everybody else. And this is Star Wars, showdown on Iceball Stage. Rathameth, my good sir. Sylvester Rathameth, pleased to meet you. Well, hello, Rathameth. It's, it's good to meet you as well. What would you uh, recommend I stay here for, besides taking the rest of your money? <laughs> he chuckles, he says, not my money, sir. Only these gentlemen who've joined you at the table. He says, there's splendid vistas here on Iceball. Also, the factory up on the mountain, I have a certain amount of investment in. And, you know, perhaps you can stay. We can sew things off to you. Certainly we can entice you. Whatever your vices are, here the expatriate club will see to it that they are satisfied. I would love to see the vistas up at the factory tomorrow. That was that sounds pretty good. He says, I will signal to my crew. We can depart here from the club. We'll head up after the workers have gone. Or do you have your own transport, sir? Are you staying with us? Would you like to join our club? And he launches into what seems like a prepared speech about the history of the expatriate club. Yes, exactly. I won't... Uh, give the speech but i'll summarize uh they've been here for they say were founded long enough ago that they can claim like legitimacy from other uh game hunting guilds and such that stretch back millennia uh the structure you're in is at least 200 years old downstairs you saw uh the decorations perhaps uh where they have hollow portraits of the chancellors of the republic some of them have been disgracefully defaced of late by ruffians. He woefully informs you that Club Broster has dipped recently, but if the situation can be reversed, he's sure many of the members will return, and he's delighted to see uh, new young blood, such as yourself and uh, your companion. And he looks around for Narset and frowns uh, when he <coughs> doesn't spot her and says, uh, I hope she hasn't gone off by herself. Uh, there are a terrible many of those jackbooted thugs uh, all over the compound. You certainly aren't allowing her to wander alone, sir. I think on that note, I should probably go check on my friend. I'll definitely consider uh, staying at the club uh, tonight as well. Then I'll, I'll go down to go meet As with you him. leave, he says, um, I'll have one of the droids set up some accommodations then uh, in case you return. He says, if your luck continues the way it did at the table, we'll see you later. Uh, and if not, uh, have a pleasant evening out of the town, and I'll see you by the gas works tomorrow after the morning work shift has departed. You'll see the trolleys make their way up the mountain. And uh, he says, of course, you can meet me here before at any time. And then you can head down and join them at the other bar. Uh, there is a confused-looking serving droid holding a drink <laughs> by the turbova when you come out of them. And you can feel that Narset, where she is across the room, You've traveled together long enough that you guys probably know where each other is, you know, if you're within the same building, at least, yeah. without having to make a check. Um, once you open up sense to longer ranges, you'll, you know, roll dice to spot people from much further away and have the ability if you want. But you can make your way to Narset easily. You know where she is. And she's there with Zeef and Warm. Zeef, Narset. I've uh, acquired us a trip up to the top of the mountain tomorrow if we wish to go up there. Uh, 
and I have everything I needed to come or to get when I came here. Excellent. Sounds like the plan. I guess our work here is done. What's the plan? You're still my paying customers. Do you need another ride? Not if we're staying here. Before the droid told me that it was like pretty expensive to stay the night here and gave me the idea of cheaper accommodations at the docks. But if you kind of gave us a hookup for this location, it might be more worth our while to stay here. I think that'd be good if I can figure out a way to uh, get us all inside. Can I get Zeef and uh, Worm? I'd be able into to the club? Into, my, into our accommodations. If they needed to. Um, you would have to deal with some droids on the way, probably. Like, but you can certainly you make the attempt, you know? Your companion did make a deal with one of the hostess droids, you know, that you are Rogers here now. So you might just be able to... Well, I just asked how much know. it was. Right, so nobody's paid yet or anything like that, but you also made another deal upstairs. But you don't know how much control those guys have, you know, because they were patrons. They didn't run this place beforehand. Mm -hmm. And you're not, like, an official member of the club yet, you know, with yeah. that kind of access. But you could definitely talk to these droids and try to get them across the bar. You're also going to have to deal with all the Imperial. Like, you've already been getting sort of, like, side-eye as you guys have crossed across this bar several times. Like, you weren't here to deal with their officers. You didn't stay and rub elbows. You met up with those guys. You know, so now it's like becoming the last suspicious. of the guys they like, haven't what are pushed they out now. You went upstairs yeah, I don't, and come back I don't down. Really stay here much more. So I have this. I have a very strong suspicion that my Aqualish contact here, as soon as he left the room, immediately called the spider. And I feel like they're probably setting up an ambush for me. So what I would like to do is get on my little wrist communicator again. And uh, Stomper, who's back at the apartment, want him to waddle over and like plug himself into a scomp and try and get like a cam feed on wherever Spider is in the city, see if I can see anything that's going on over there before we head that way. Can, so, can I have him relay that to me through Gonks, or would I have to like do that myself to get that information? Um, I mean, you could tell Stomper, and Stomper could probably tell you. I'm trying to think. It would probably be very difficult for Stomper to like hack a camera feed at the hut compound in the city from any terminal he would have easy access to in Fishtown. You know, off the bat, and given Stomper's skill set, he's not particularly good at computers or hacking. So if he um, actually had to make a I check put, to get the information, I I gave him some sort of. Thing he does have, that. I think. Oh, does he has computers too? I think okay. he has yeah, yeah. two yellows. Because this was okay, one of the he's... one of the uses I had in mind for him. So I was, I was, okay. I was, say, I was pretty sure so, I gave a stat for that. Um, I mean, like if you were like. You don't have any local access to any of that, and Star Wars is not a particularly network, you know, universe. If you want access right. to a cameras of a place, you need to be in that place, you know, like, I would, to uh, get that access. Okay. Bear in mind, though, that if you do hack the huts... They're gonna know it. ...and you, and you fail, or get <laughs> a lot of threat, or They'll despair... They'll definitely not They be. will... They they're gonna not. They're gonna have a conversation yeah. with me about it. I, yeah. Like, so, I, I, I be very, be very careful before. Well, you... I was, I wasn't thinking of hacking the CCTV of the hut compound. I meant like the traffic light that's across the street that happens to aim that oh, way. Oh, like he's coming out or something. Yeah, okay. I meant, I meant get like a subtle, oh, like she was like a surrounding. The spider is on his way here. Now, yeah, but like, like there might be some, there might be some dipshit who YouTube's out of his apartment and his window faces the. The courtyard, and so I'm going to look through his webcam or something. I didn't okay, mean like so directly. I, I don't mean like ring their digital doorbell. I meant like no. I, okay. I 
okay, on the periphery of um, that kind of look in from some neighboring camera you would, if it's possible. You would need you would need Stomper to be in the city. Okay. Fair already enough. to get fair that. Enough. Like you need to then place him closer ahead of time. Yeah, fair um and uh You will forget yeah. I tried this. Alright, so no yeah, Stomper won't be able to hack there. But also the Aquilish guy is actually still in the bar. He just went back okay. over. Like he told you his piece. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to tell Spider, but, like, he's not going to go rush off and do it. He's going to sit here and watch you in his bar now. Ooh, do I have, like, a tracker I like, can slip into his pocket or something? I don't, um, I don't, think I don't I do. know. You could probably do an intimidation can check. I spend a, like, can I spend a destiny wait. point to have a tracking thing that I can slip into his pocket somehow? That the is roll? the kind of thing spending a destiny point is for, and I'm sure there is an item that is... If As a gadgeteer, a I feel like I have some sort of, like, I tricked out my comlink or something. You know? Yeah, you don't have contraption, but yeah, you could put your comlink on him and not use a destiny point and do it that way, and then just track it from Warham's comlink or the one that's built into Stomper or your terminal, you know, or buy another comlink tomorrow. Okay, I think I will, I will give him my comlink. I'll, just, if, right, I'll have gonna, to roll for it, obviously. But right, you're gonna make a skullduggery check to reverse pickpocket this guy. Misa gonna use my skullduggery again. A success with three advantages. You manage to squeeze. Nice. It's a tight bar anyway, and if you do this on the way out, you have to squeeze past his bodyguard, and then he's right next to the door, to the you know front entrance way, um, you know the first seat when you come in here. And you have to squeeze past him anyway, and you're able to slip it in there. Um, with the advantages, I will say that he's not going to check for it later. Unless you want to spend them to do something else. No, that's instead. that's totally fine. Cool. I'll sort of smile right. at him, and I'll be like, thanking Yusuf for the information. Yeah. Um, be in touch. Cool. Your speeder was left outside. Yeah. I thought you were about I'm to say flipping, Toad. <laughs> well, I'm going to flip a Destiny point right now, and it was... Um, it was um, vandalized. Yes. I'm flipping God damn it. Did they draw a penis, point. and what species? No, they smashed the windscreen yeah, and the great. headlights and tagged a bunch of Imperial cogs all over the hood. And the it's supposed to be a classy place. Man. I know, right? Back deck. So it's we can't have it's probably because we're aliens. No, it's absolutely because they saw us walking in there, and they're trying to keep us out of their fancy club. Jerks. Right. Um. But uh. Sorry about your speed. There's company speed. That's true. <laughs> well, isn't it a lease? You guys have to fix this. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Well, there's no piloting check to make your way home. Oh, warm. How much did you drink? Uh, I think I only had one. Okay, so you didn't allow yourself to get inebriated. You knew you were driving. Okay. Zeef had a couple of ruby gleels and a few spotchkas yes. uh, as well once he started telling a story about how he got shot. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's a good thing you're driving. Um, <laughs> but the two off-worlders have followed you, correct? Um, yes. Wara, Misa not seeing so straight. Can you maybe maybe drive a little slower? So, uh, Warham, he's got Zeef uh, next to him in the passenger seat. So he looks over his shoulder at two humanoid uh, individuals behind him and uh, asks them, uh, where can I drop you off at? Like yeah, where indeed. At. <clears throat> the bar down by the docks has rooms, which Warham and Zeef, you know, know, and they're the ones who... Out of the way. Misa thinking, we still need one more drink. Hey, it's your spear. 
Yeah. What? All right. What? What worse could happen to the to the fucking thing at this point? Go with like, a muslin tuck. Get your move on. Maybe it's safer if I just walk. <laughs> Warm's fun. Yeah. I'm the I'm the I'm the, I'm the one that's tipsy, and I'm not driving. We're traveling back. Warm's not going too fast because uh, he doesn't want Zeef hurling on the floor of this. Good idea. It's already been. He's he's already gonna have to fix the damage mm -hmm. uh, to the speeder. He doesn't want to have to do that and smell that at the same time. So. Um, Although if I, if I puke, at least it'll waterproof the shit. <laughs> so uh. Gungan spit, dude. Warm, it's Warm I don't think knows too much about why you're actually here yet. So uh, I feel like. All he knows in That's character true. is that you're interested in this volcano, volcano and what they were doing at the factory. And is I don't he think even, I don't think he even. Well, actually, no. I guess you were talking about Jedi at the at the bar, so you would have heard that. Now. But we haven't said. But we haven't said that we are Jedi. Though. No. Yeah. But, There's been uh, a lot of assumption. That it. Yeah. Okay. I was just. But before he had, he didn't even know that. Um, so. Right, because he wasn't uh, there for that. He wasn't there for the conversation in Zeef's office. So he, uh, now that there's oh. some privately, he turns, looks in his rearview mirror at the two of you, and says, uh, "So you said the force brought you to the factory up on the mountain there?" Something like that. Yeah, we just have had, we've had a couple of friends tell us about repeatedly that there's, you know, something special about this volcano and something about this factory that that we should check out, but neither of us have been there, and neither of us have, like, yeah, everyone's kind of tight-lipped on anything that's special about it. They just say, oh, it's just a fuel factory, but nothing about, like, what seems to be so sparkly about said fuel factory. Well, they did say they wanted to bring us in after they brought the workers away. They said, after the workers have gone home, we can, we can go see it. So maybe it has something to do with the workers, or maybe... Um, his implication was to, to go over to the transit hub after the workers had come in for their shift, just so that you weren't there during rush hour, actually. They are uh, never uh, not working up there. It's three okay. shifts. Three shifts uh, hours a, day. a cycle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So technically, we could go there right now. You could, but he invited you to come up at a certain time yeah, you know, for we'd a be, tour. We'd be trespassing we'd be as opposed to a right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yes, you could, and that is absolutely an option so don't you know is always down that for a good snake, I'm just saying. especially when he's got five drinks oh yeah, yeah. you gotta go <laughs> get stompers sure you're gonna make those stealth rolls and coordination rolls now stompers probably more yeah. graceful than i am at this, this <laughs> yeah i don't know what to tell you it's a uh, fuel factor i've been here a few times to uh help out the mother ithor in the past but uh i'm not sure what would what would interest two gentlemen and lady as yourself I chime in with, it's everything's above book, I can tell you that, and they have their documents and the money, does, the cash flow does go to the huts, but everything is like legitimate, and it's not like a, a front for anything, they actually do make fuel up there, I've seen it myself. I was gonna say, Zeef did tell us that he's working a case with a worker who, you know, kind of passed away from having that too much spice. Do you work with Zeef all the time, or is this kind of like a one-time relationship? Uh, I've only been working with him for uh, a couple of weeks now. Uh, I'm actually a freighter captain, uh, but uh, the uh, war has uh, driven up prices of fuel, and I've uh, not been able to offload my cargo. So uh, for the time being, until I can uh, pay the docking fees and uh, negotiate with someone higher than the uh, the foreman, uh, I'm kind of stuck here for the time being. 
But you do indeed have a ship that is here. I do. Unfortunately, the uh, the the docking authority have. Uh, have I mean, it's just the cartel. They they the run time it all. Still so, uh, well, it's still good to know that you have you know your own set of transportation here, one way or another, whether it's paid for or not. Yeah, yeah my, it's my baby. I've been working on it for 20 years. I'd like to, uh, as when we're driving past, instead of like saying we need to stop or something, just jumping out, like zipping off, like Tano, whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, if uh, if Zavix, you know, sees something out the window and and then wants to ask Worm to uh, stop, then he, you know, you guys are on retainer now, so he'd be willing to do that, I think. You're trying to go pawn these coats. Is that what's going on? Uh, I figure he just got 2,000 credits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Try to go buy some stuff. I mean, that is true. Get some stuff for us. We, we might need to, you know, look into surveillance systems or we might need to work with. Uh, so the way the way shopping work in this game is that you tell me what the thing is you want and then you make a roll using your streetwise or skullduggery skill, depending on whether it's a restricted item or not, with a difficulty based on the rarity of the item, which is then modified depending on the planet you're on. Because you're in the rim, it's a plus two modifier to the rarity of the item. So whatever item you're looking for, we'll find what that item is, increase the rarity by two, I'll compare that to the table to find the difficulty, then you'll roll Streetwise or Skullduggery to see if it's at the store, and then you can buy it. That's how shopping works in this game, and the advantages from that check can modify the price up and down. And that's, so like, all of shopping, finding the item and negotiating for the price is all included sort of in the same thing. And then there are classes with talents that modify that further. If you want to be like the guy who's good at buying stuff, there's a three specialization. Entrepreneur, trader, and quartermaster are all devoted to buying and selling shit, is like what they're about. You could literally make a character who just makes money every session while doing nothing, flies around the galaxy and like manages businesses, like as, like with proper trees. It would be miserable for me to GM, but like you could build a character that like that's what they're good at, you know, and it's like a totally valid build within the system. Because that's like what Lando eventually became. That's always right. what he wanted right. to be. Baron administrator. I was going to say, Worm actually has a bit of that too at Ship Captain, just because he, he's basically a small business owner also. Right. You, know, you have a couple of negotiations. Trading, trading stuff out of his ship. Talents in there too. That is true. So you, do you want to look for something specific? So yes, uh, so the plan that I have is to get the final armor. Yes, so, so you want to find got, Jedi robes got, here. Well, not the robes one, but the, the armor-looking one. Like a full suit of combat armor, you know? But it's got robes, so you take Jedi robe, you take combat armor that has the same stat as the armored robes, you add them together, and we'll call it armored robes after that. But uh, yeah, no, um, you won't have to roll for that. Definitely there have been down on their luck you know, mercenaries who've come through here from the expats, and certainly there's probably a suit of armor, you know, right there, you know, ostentatiously in the window of the pawn shop. Like, yeah, we got armor. You don't have to go to the weapons store across town. You know, we've got this one used suit of laminate armor, I will say. There is a suit of laminate body armor. 
in the window of the weapons shop. So I turn over to uh, uh, Zeth and Warham and say, hey, I'm looking for a very specific set of armor. Uh, would you happen to know something that would have a, a Jedi armor in the area? Maybe you could check for me since I have you on retainer? Yeah, speaking of retainer, um, I believe there was a fee discussed. Before I take you on your shopping spree, perhaps you could pay me the rest that you owe me for the for our Absolutely. agreed amount. And then yes, we will take care of that for you, try and track down some Jedi armor. Definitely. It's I'll gonna be hard to find that here, but it's not impossible, you never know. Yeah, I'll give you the, the 200 for mine, and I'm sure now that will cover the other 200. Thank you, sir. So heavy battle armor costs 5,000 credits. Yeah, so you can make a negotiation or sort of, you know, you can make a dickering roll once you come in, but there is a suit of, it looks, you know what? One of these imps has sold off a suit of laminate stormtrooper armor. Uh, the helmet isn't there, but it is the chest, arms, groin, you know, and legs of the laminate plating. Yeah, similar to the white yeah, armor. There. It's all scratched up and, you know, hasn't been maintained and the utility belt isn't there with it, but that is there. Fair enough. That's the start. Right? You modify uh, it yourself, you make it Jedi armor. All you gotta do is carve some runes into the backside of the chest plate. Right? <laughs> Work some kyber crystals into it and stuff. That, then it's Jedi armor. <laughs> add, the, you know? add the little flex plates you got there up at the shoulders and pecs. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, it's the right pieces. So that'll be yeah. The base price is five grand uh, on the tag. Yeah. Though it okay. might still be yeah. out of your price range. I, I believe it is. I think you only got. He two. says, uh, as you're looking at it, the Aqualesh standing a, at the back of the counter goes, "I can't sell it by parts, son, because if you take the chest, no one's going to want the legs." I'm going to say, uh, uh, can I use a destiny point to say that it's scratched up and it needs a little bit of work, so it needs to come down on the base price? We can bring it down to 3750 but not less than that for a destiny point. Because that's the kind of thing that, again, those classes that like are all about buying and selling actually have powers to do that with destiny points. So I don't want to, like invalidate XP that could be spent on those classes by letting y'all do it willy-nilly, but I will bring it down to 37.50 now, this time for the Destiny Point with that learning moment that, you know, there are classes to do everything and we'll use them to do those yeah. things. And buying and selling now is the kind of thing to justify opening those later narratively because you're putting in the work now. You want to make a check to haggle? Uh, well, I've got it as a career one, but I don't have any uh, uh, points in it. Um, does anybody have negotiation as a uh, uh, as a talent? Worm does. Um, I do not. So, Did you all go in with um, Zavix into the pawn shop, no. or are you managing Zeef? Zeef, have you I was, stumbled I was, in yeah, drunkenly? I was gonna say, I'm not I'm pretty sure. sure I'm still in the speeder. I didn't get out of the speeder. Like, so I, I could, I would actually probably be better in general and i i might even know the like because i am a traitor i might have like come here before hmm. um but i don't know if i know you well enough at this stage that like i would be in like, there making the deal for you making 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 a deal for you yet yeah that's Fair enough so Fair enough. Then, then i'll roll it myself all right so you can use charm negotiation you know justify which of these social skills you want to use basically Negotiation is the default, but if you do want to use one of the other social skills, you know, you can justify it to me and I, the GM, will 
you know, probably shake my head and say, yeah, that sounds all right. So I'll do, I'll turn him first and see if he'll, uh, he'll accept my sweet talking. Think of the advertising. Right. If you had the influence power, you could just go over and mind trick him into, you know, wanting to lower the price more. Okay. Yeah. So Zavix, you're going to lay on the charm with this guy. Yeah. Um, you're laying on the charm to soften him up. Uh, you would roll your charm skill and it will be three purples of difficulty. Uh, you know, because this guy's, uh, He's been working here I'd, forever. I'd argue that he gets a boost because he's he's got that nice face. coat. Okay. He's got that nice coat and everything. He looks like he's got money to spend. Sounds good to me. Anybody else got any ideas for boosts or setbacks? It's not... There would be cold, but you've got the coat and her pantorn, so you don't have to deal with that. It's inside, well right? In here, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's still... On Ice Ball at night, there might still be a black dye in a lot of these buildings down here, actually. Okay. That's you know, fair. it's it's too black outside right now. Mister doesn't wear heavy environmental gear, uh, so. But you're not worried about that, Zavik. Um, no. But yeah, I think a boost die because you look affluent, you know, and you're not negotiating for the hell of it. You might, you know, you're probably going to make this purchase when you're done negotiating. So you can put a blue die on there. So go ahead and roll that, and then we'll figure out what you said. So, you are quite successful with two advantages. So you're going to get a blue die to your negotiation from the advantages. And then go ahead and give me your sweet talk. Sir. Well, I see that you have such a fine piece here. And I would love to take it off your hands. Unfortunately, you reached me at a point where I'll have to come back. Maybe you could give it to me on credit for a little bit. And I could give you uh, 1500 down right now uh, in good faith. I mean, you're quite successful. He is willing to go down... To, I mean, 1500 is more than a quarter of the price, uh, the asking price. He says um, he's going to need some kind of collateral. He's interested to know how you're going to, you know, come back with the rest. You know what I mean? Like, sounds like I'm making an investment in you. Yeah. Uh, how about um, this nice jacket or my, my, my finest jacket and uh, take off the jacket to show? He takes it and turns it around uh, both ways and... Um, he says, you have a week to make up the rest, or this will be hanging in the window instead. Sounds wonderful. And he puts that behind the counter. Ooh. And uh, he's going to allow you to take the armor down. Uh, luck would there have to be for him to have some sort of like different lights, paper crystal in a case, or a crate dragon pearl in a uh, glass extremely different. I mean, not I a throw. Yeah. Like, it would be throw, like, like it would be like example, five but... purples. It would be like yeah. five purple dice. Would be the For difficulty of that check. And, and then like they're restricted. Yeah. yeah. If you look, yeah, yeah, all the crystals. The, they're the, all like the most common one is maybe rarity eight. Yeah, and they're all like, I think a minimum of like seven thousand credits to start. Yeah, they're all really expensive. Yeah, if you were to the find a kyber crystal in the general goods of the docks of, like, a random rinky-dink ice ball... Then you would be at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At a Walt pretty, Disney Park. Pretty where much. that is, like, the whole premise of a place that I absolutely want to go. I yeah, can't wait I can't... to go to that junk Man, shop same, and build a same. lightsaber. <clears throat> you know what I mean? There, yeah. Definitely going to replay Fallen Order before I go and then build well, to that to saber plan it, to plan it, there. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't, I lent the disc to my buddy, so he has it, so I haven't played any of, like, the 
content that's been released subsequently. I've added a bunch but, of hills and stuff. I yeah. know. I can't wait to get in there and see that shit. All right. Um. So you've you've gotten the armor. You're one step closer now. You don't have the robes to put over it. Um. But you've got a nice white suit of armor with uh. If you're putting it on over your heavy clothing, because generally you wear with an undersuit, but this stormtrooper kept his undersuit. It's blue under the armor plates instead of black. Um, and you get the, the stats of the laminate armor instead. Uh, so Zavix comes out looking fly, like 15 minutes later. He has gotten rid of his great coat with the uh, gold piping and shoulders and is now wearing a suit of really scuffy and like gorged up stormtrooper armor over his regular clothes. Thank you all um, for making the stop. I uh, appreciate it and ready to go when you are. I mean, it's a look and it and it, you're working it. The color scheme is there. Um, all right, so down to the docks for another drink. There is a bar down there and we're on page 10. The four of you can come in through the front which is that door at the bottom of the map. As you can see, there are a lot of Aqualish and Gagorans here in the bar, but there are, is also a table occupied with the locals, which are the Salvax. Wait, what are the big white things? They look like wampas. Uh, those are Gagorans. Uh, they are basically snow wookies. We saw them in Rogue One. There was one um, oh, okay. in the background scenes on uh yeah, Jedi. Yeah. he was in like a lot of the concept art he was supposed to be his name was Moroff. he was gonna be yeah baze malbus ended up being the heavy instead of him mm-hmm. i think and is that how that yeah. turned Moroff became a hero in the little mobile galaxy heroes game cool for dlc and there's a shit ton of that race in the dr afro yeah i'm i'm they are snow wookies so aqualash and these Gagorans were brought in to work here because it's an ice planet, but it's also a volcano, so they're all miserable in the volcano and they have to actually work. But if they brought in Mustafarians, they would all freeze down in the city. So, you know, they cut their losses and went with the worker population that's not dying and is instead just miserable. There is a Vesalist woman behind the bar. Um, she is big, heavy set, four armed, uh, Specialist woman that is colloquially known as Birdie, uh, the Z Swarm, and the rest of the vocals. And this is her nest. Music is playing as you enter. Uh, there's much crowd voice. There is a jukebox, space juke along the front wall. There are many tables. Birdie looks up, sees you as you come in, uh, and goes back to serving drinks to the dock workers who are in front of you. There are some doors off to other rooms, uh, the back rooms of the bar. There's a kitchen here. It serves food. There are stairs up to a second level where there are some rooms for let. They're all empty rooms. Birdie doesn't deal with that kind of stuff, but another bar in town does. You are now in Birdie's nest. You've been here. So, so this is the spot, you know, so. There are other bars, and one is closer, actually, to your place, Zeke, but... I mean, this is the spot, especially because you like info, and all the info comes right to the docks anyway. So you've been a fixture here. And uh, I believe drinks were the first order of business as you were leaving, at least for you, Zeef, but I know that the Jedi yeah. or, you know, your off-world companions need lodging. Um, I'm Birdie's the person to the talk bar. to about all of that. I'm going to put in a couple of droids, too. 
All right, excellent. They only have Spotchka here. Ever since the Revenant took over at the Expatriate Club, they don't get any uh, of their, like, you know, mid-shelf stuff. They used to have uh, a lot more selection. But there's Spotchka and Spotchka plenty. Uh, and it's the best like Spotchka on the planet. Not to care anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's actually the best Spotchka on the planet because this local Salvac village makes it. It's not like what they make in the city where like the hut uh, workers, you know, make it for themselves and stuff. So it's actually good stuff uh, as far as fermented liquor made from shrimp goes. And for an Ithorian, that's great. So Yeah, delicacy. I feel like Gungans yeah, so, would be all about that flavor profile as well. Birdie yeah, and Yeah, right? That does make sense. Birdie uh, greets you warmly. Hello, Zeef. Uh, as you make your way in, she uh, frowns after she inspects you and notes the blaster burn on your um, cold weather jacket and says, You haven't been getting into trouble again, have you? Trust me, you don't want to know. I'll take the usual. She says, You've got friends. You're collecting off-worlders now? Uh, and she indicates more Narset and Zavix, who, you know, because obviously you already took on Worm. Steve chuckles in response back to Birdie and says, ah, I mean, you can ask them yourself, but don't be surprised if you get a riddle response. She uh, says, The only question I have is if everyone wants it. Or just be there. I'll take whatever Birdie's favorite is, because I have a good feeling about her for some reason. Well, it's Spotchka for all, unfortunately, but as said before, it's the best um, on the planet, and she fills up a mug for herself as well. Uh, and toasts you and says it's good to see fresh faces in town. I'm afraid everything's been on a downturn recently, ever since things ha went down up there at the casino. It's really unfortunate. She says, what exactly happened to the casino? She says, she says, a Star Destroyer appeared and shuttles full of stormtroopers came down and then all of the core worlders left and the money dried up. This is in reference to an Quetan's light cruiser that dropped off two Sentinel shuttles worth of stormtroopers and like an executive shuttle with some officers, all of whom have stayed, but it wasn't a Star Destroyer uh, by any means. Zeef and Warren, who've, you know, talked to more than just Bert. But she goes, It was terrible. It was horrible. Zeef, oh, I know you would have done more if you could have, but you were all by yourself. Zeef mumbles something about, I could take them all with one hand behind my back. Back to his says, now, why have you two dears come here to our frozen wasteland? A couple of our friends told us that it was worthwhile to investigate this strange volcano. They didn't necessarily said if the factory was worth investigating, but they just said that we should we should really check out this ice world and this planet for some reason. So, because of our friends' mysteriousness, we're now here trying to figure out the riddle of this planet ourselves. But when we flew in, we saw this Gungan here in a bit of a car chase. She gasped. I'm like, come on, tell everybody my business. She, uh, yeah, one of I'm, her hands I'm reaches like over to finger uh, your jacket where the blaster scorches. And she continues to pay attention to Narset. <laughs> she says, really, but dear, what an exciting imperial, day. But the local Imperial distrust seems to be quite rampant. But who's disliked more, the hut business making the fuel or the imperialness going on? She says, we have no quarrel with the huts here. They run the city and the factory and 
they actually allow Fishtown to operate independently. They haven't tried to push out or take over the club at all. It's only these Imperials who've shown up recently. And once they did, well, everything seemed to start to go bad. She says, poor Warham here. He's been in and out many times in past years, but he wasn't able to do his deal. What's wrong with that, dear? Weren't you able to speak to someone? His shit's still on impounds. She says, whoever's in charge over there at the cartel hasn't been running things right in months. That happened after these Imperials showed up. Who knows? Maybe he's been gone to Nalhada to try to, you know, deal with the situation, but the situation isn't being dealt with. The factory output, I I don't know. Um, if they can't sell the Warham, I don't think they've got anywhere for it to send, but nothing's happened yet. I hope nothing happens. I take a sip of my beverage and then let whoever wishes to speak next while meditating on what the visions were. And then I'll later do a, a, a lore check. That, that's what I was doing. Okay, to piece it all together. I'll cool. do a lore check, yeah. Listening um, to uh, listening to Birdie explain the, the past few months of happenings with the, the cruiser and the expat club and the remnant, it's given Misa an idea. I'm thinking maybe I can reach out to uh, someone in the cartel and offer like for a finder's fee be like how would you guys like to take control of the expat club again if I can convince these remnants to get off world Huts can move back in control it again it could re-stimulate the economy and everyone wins again well so the Huts didn't control the expat club to begin to so right. that would be right. another so it would be offering so it would be like how would you like to become the owners of the expat club kind of thing if I can okay. clear it out for you you pay me for my trouble gonna, yeah, we now you guys to, can control it do. We would need to do some sort of like Wyatt or. Well, sure. Like that's kind. Of, that was kind of where I was going with it. But like, do you think the car, do you think the cartel would be like, sure, if you can get us that club cleared out, we'll give you like a couple thousand credits. You asking Birdie this? Well, I'm I'm drunkenly saying it out loud. Like, I guess I guess to the two on either side of me, and I guess she's too, she's like, not gonna. Yeah, she's she she goes. That's dangerous, Toxie. If we don't want the huts <laughs> here in Fishtown. Can't be worse than a bunch like, of ex pocket hits. She doesn't have a response to that. You know, she uh, she just looks sad uh, about the situation, to be honest. Um, and she moves away to serve another drink for a moment, um, but she'll be back because you guys still have like the logic situation to deal with. Yeah, you've got a contact, um, but after you've been in here for a little while, uh, Zeke and everyone else from a table where a bunch of Aquavesh factory workers are all sullenly and quietly drinking. They part, and the widow who hired you to do this job, who's been here commiserating with her deceased husband's you know, crew, comes over shakily. Uh, she herself seems also to be fairly drunk, and she clutches at your coat and says, uh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's all, all kinds of messed up. She might have had a couple of drinks. She's absolutely in mourning. Yeah. Um, and she tearfully asks, you know, what you found out. What do you know? Why are you back in town? Uh, are you here bar, drunk? And you've been called in yet. Yeah. Than you know, solving I've been sitting here. here. I've been sitting oh, here with my calm all day, all night. I think I think I'm a couple. On your stool. I think I'm a couple uh, spotchkis past the, the threshold of professionalism at this point. So I'm going to turn around and be like, okay, look. 
Misa had a long day. Misa getting shot at by some pretty no-smiling dudes. Now I'm coming here, trying to have a couple spotchka so I can figure out what happened to give me some fucking peace of mind. Okie okay, day. And I just turn back around and keep drinking. Go ahead and make a coercion check. Okay. Please. Against a... She'd be like, I want my money back. Uh, red and two purples. Um, and you're going to have two black, uh, two setback dice from your inebriation okay. on that. Uh, to tell her off without there being negative uh, consequences. Yeah, sure. from the five beefy factory worker friends of her husband who just watched you bitch her out. And they all yeah. know you too, and that you're the guy who's working on this case for her. Taking, taking that she's out been your frustration talking about all night. On, a, yeah. on a widow. Not great. Me and my big mouth. Oh, a failure with one threat. So, so sounds not about, sounds about right. to go over the danger <laughs> threshold. Generally, I say that a despair or three threat is the point at which the situation has become unrecoverable. But, like, this is, like, one tick of three towards the point where these guys are going to, like, pound your face. And two other, two burly Aqualists come over on the other side of her, and one of them's like, Listen, you know... She's just asking if she sees you in here. Okay? Go easy on her. Right? She's had a really, really hard couple of days. I, th I think at this point, uh, Worm reading the situation in the room um, and being something of a pacifist is going to uh, just kind of put a hand on Zeef's shoulder and uh, then turn around from the bar to uh, face these three. And uh, he's going to try and charm them, I think, and be like... Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry for my friend. He had a really rough day today, and uh, we're still on the case, and we're getting answers, but you're going to have to give us a little bit more time, and I think you're going to be pleased with the outcome. Okay, so, so. the difficulty is going to be red, purple, purple, and one setback from the rollover from the threat okay. on Zeef's check. What you got? A success, success with threat. three threat. So okay, I okay. Well, you successfully defuse charmer. It. Yeah, but some other bad. Maybe they're. Well, I don't know. It's you're you're the threat. But I was thinking maybe like I don't know. They want some information like now or something. I don't, yeah. But, like what do you know? You know, if you're here drinking, you gotta give us something, Zeke. I'm like drunk and angry and not like I. I but I know enough to know that the next thing that comes out of my mouth is just gonna make it worse. So I just keep my mouth shut. I'll let Warren uh, do the so, talking. So Warren so uh, lets them know that we've located where, like, where it's in the city, and we're we're looking into where it's coming before that. Basically, we're working our way up the chain, essentially. We're following leads. You found the warehouse. I'm still. I'm not giving specifics just because I don't want anybody trying to uh, go in there half cocked and ruin, like. Or any of our investigation. Don't want a grieving widow with a blaster just trying to try and shoot up the they place. Look and they look dissatisfied. Um, I don't. I don't know how the threat's going to come out, but you succeeded, so they uh, they do walk away, and it doesn't become combat encounter. Yeah. So you guys get need to arrange for room and things like that. What else needs to happen here in this scene in the bar now that that has been diffused? We're going to sort of close out this scene. What if we and we go back to, because uh, we're not, we're not going to, me and Zeef aren't going to stay here, right? We're going to head no. back. No, 
Zeef's too drunk uh, to do anything further until the morning. Yeah, so so, so Worm is gonna is gonna drive Zeef back. And what if when we get back to the apartment, I don't know. Oh yeah, I will. I'd have like a message blinking on the uh, on the on the voicemail of Zeef's desk that he's just going to ignore, and but. Yeah, might be okay. Uh, I I will describe I will describe that when we get there. Act absolutely before you guys drive off. Let's have the Jedi do their negotiations because it's gonna take a while to get Zeef out of here anyway. So let's have the Jedi make their you know finish up their conversation to get lodgings and get set up here on Ice Ball, and then we can definitely drop that after they move away. Um, uh, Birdie comes back. And uh, instead of a uh, refill, she says, Is he funny? It's probably best that you get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I um, do the whole gesticulation of, like, I hear you. Don't worry about it. She says, um, Are you taking care of these two also? You're like, like no. Warm here? Figure out our own accommodations. She says, Well, they're right up the stairs over there, dear. How much no. do we owe you? She says, she says We're You not need one room or two. And here. she glances two between rooms. the two of you because you're like 20 years younger than Zavix. Two rooms. Right. She says. All right. It'll be eighty credits a night. Fuck yes. Fuck much, yes. Much better than the casino. Fuck yes. Well, How much do I have? Eight hundred. Yeah. Right. She says. You don't have to pay me now, dear. Zavix says like fourteen, twelve, twelve. Well, actually, right now. Savix went down a lot after after buying that uh, armor. Yeah, I'm back to a hundred and something, but I'll turn that back into a couple thousand. Just give me some time. You're gonna, yeah. One eighty five and five seventy five for you. I'm so. sure they will be very willing to roll the Hintaro with you again tomorrow night. Are there you know any I mean? at um, the exact same time? Are there any social repercussions to him wearing stormtrooper armor around the place? Um, I know it's, it's not completed, super... but. It's still recognizable, it's, right? It is. He's missing the belt. He's missing the helmet. It's super scuffed up. He's got a different color undersuit and, you know, uh, face. You know what I mean? He's not so in danger like, of being mistaken for any kind of Imperial. Not once, some, not once somebody gets close enough. You know what I mean? Like, from a super glance, it's like a stormtrooper. And then once you actually look, you're like, no, no. It's, it's, it's pretty clear that he isn't without, cool. you okay. know what I mean? Okay. And he's and he's blue also. So. Right. Yeah. Right. The look is there though. That's what I'm saying is that he it is white armor and with the blue like the armor and his yeah like like for forty are the feet, same color as his tell. skin and hair already. Like it's a uh, coordinated. The color scheme is working already exactly. Um. All right. So you've got rooms there. Uh. Yes. So Warham gets Zeke back out to the speeder. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like pull him. I mean, got you know the whole uh, arm you under, drive, the, got, my, got my cybernetic arm under his shoulder. You he drive the familiar right. streets back to Zeef's house and office again. Um, there on the outskirts of town by the brewery, the familiar streets for the second time. Now this night, pull into the garage where Stomper is jostling back and forth. I don't know. Maybe you forgot to plug him in before you left. He seems a little, you know, agitated. agitated. <laughs> Glad to see you. Maybe it's because Zeef is, you know, limply hanging over the passenger side gunnel. Maybe it's because the speeder is smashed up and covered That's with true. imperial graffiti. Um, but you're able to manhandle Zeef up the stairs and dump him limply on his bed in the bedroom. 
and then uh, turn in on the couch and on the communicator on the terminal in Zeef's office on the desk. A message is blinking away, but we won't know what is on it until the very hungover Zeef checks it many hours from now in the morning. If there's anything else any of your characters want to do in the evening before they turn in Master's Jedi, there's simple rooms with beds, a couple of standing units that you can hang clothes up in with drawers built in. Uh, there is a refresher unit against the wall to wash up on. You said earlier that they were setting up a room or the guy was setting up a room for me to come back uh, to that hotel or setting up accommodations. Uh, they were going what, to arrange, yeah. What was the, what was the accommodations they made? Uh, you would have had to talk to him more to find out uh, what kind okay. of setup they would have had available for a prospective uh, you know, new member to try to woo you. Definitely nicer than the room you're in now, but the room you're in now is better appointed and slightly larger than the cell that you have on Yavin at the Praxium. So, like, you know, I'm this down, is perfectly this fine anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, I was going to ask for bookkeeping. Was that uh, 80 credits total or 80 credits each? 80 credits total. Okay. 40 uh, a night each. I was Damn, that's fine. The rooms are cheap. Generally, she makes most of the credits off of the sailors at the bar downstairs when they're in. And, the you know, the rooms are just to keep them nearby and a place for them to stay until they go back out again. Sure. And there there were open rooms, and you were in with Zeef and had a nice conversation. We didn't roll or whatever, but I felt like the session sure. part of the session this is concludes, wrapped, but This concludes the session. To be continued.